Welcome to the 150K Podcast, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Have you ever had a dream of being successful, living a life you love? If so, this podcast is for you. From practical applications to tools to help you level up, I am going to open up my network of success so that you can achieve your life by design. So sit back, grab your pen, and get ready to level up. Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me Amanda Bell of Amanda Bell Realty, CEO AF. I met Amanda through uh, our friend Kimba. Um, she had been on my podcast before. But Amanda, for people that don't know you, give us a little bit about your background, your business, what you're doing, and uh, how you became the number three uh, real estate rep in Texas. That's a big deal. Yeah, thank you, Joe. First, thanks so much for having me on with you guys. I have been looking forward to this, so I'm super excited to be here. A um, little bit about myself and the Realty Group. I started the Amanda Realty Group. I got licensed as a real estate agent in Texas in 2016, and before that, I was in New Mexico uh, running an oil and gas company there, bought a home there, did some real estate in New Mexico, and, and decided that I was going to get licensed whenever my family and I moved back to Texas. That's exactly what I started the team. And we've just kind of been growing. It was January too when we were announced as the number one team in Fort Worth with our brokerage at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Texas third in the state of Texas and top 2% of our nation. So getting those awards were that kind of blew my mind was the truth. Um, you don't really, I did not at least think in 2016 when I was getting licensed, you know what, one day that'll be me. Um, the truth is, is we took one step at a time and helped one family at a time and and have continued to help families ever since. So we're grateful to, to have that opportunity with everybody in Texas. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's awesome. And those awards don't come easy. I mean, there's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, work that you're doing. So I commend you on that. So how did you get connected with Kimba and the CEOAF project? Yeah. So that was fun, fun. Kimba and I, it's a crazy story. She and my husband grew up together. I'm talking ran in the same crowds in high school. So if any, if any of you can imagine the crowds that you ran in in high school, picture picture just two of you who you haven't seen in over probably 15 years and then all of a sudden you you partner up with the spouse of that person that you ran with for so many years uh just to find out that that you are her husband so that was kind of Kimba's <laughs> stance on it Kimba and I met through the both of us owning businesses you know she, her and her husband Robbie Garcia they own RKG Roofing and Construction mm-hmm. um and solar now as well so they have been running that shindig in DFW and grew their company at the same time that the Amanda Bell Realty Group was coming to fruition. Um, so for us, we interacted through social media more than in person. Mm-hmm. And one thing led to another, that social media relationship flourished into a beautiful friendship, which more of a business relationship, which since then has has blossomed into a beautiful friendship that her and I have. And she actually started CEO AF because as she was growing RKG, she was also helping 
business owners that would reach out mostly in her industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, the same thing was going on with me in real estate and other real estate agents and things kind of reaching out, Amanda, share, share it all. What's the secret sauce? just to find out there's no true secret sauce. Correct. (laughs) Um, So it was one of those things where the, the, the easiest solution or the quickest route to the secret sauce, we kind of built through CEOAF, which is a business coaching consulting firm where we also do websites and logos and, uh, and all the things that a business owner could think of primarily focusing on scaling them in their life and and watching the business kind of follow so Mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah i think what people forget is that they're the secret sauce like everyone can do strategy and tactics but you're the 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 secret to your business you know developing yourself getting better all that type of stuff so no i agree with you on that it's not like a secret strategy or tactic as much as developing yourself putting the work in and doing the things you need to do so how long have you and kim have been working together on ceoaf and i think there's a third person involved as well um so it is partnered between kimba and i she brought me into ceoaf in january of 2022 Mm -hmm. um which i was thrilled to be a part of dove dove in headfirst and uh and that's where we produced what we call the warrior programs which is a a three-tiered program for business owners warrior one all puns intended all yoga puns intended if you will warrior one is meant to hold and capture a business owner anywhere from six months to two years because just like you said the the secret sauce is you and there's no set time frame at least we don't believe there is a set time frame that it takes you to get from point a to point b it's just implementing the steps and doing putting the work in right Mm -hmm. and so it's if you move super quick, man, Warrior One can be knocked out in the first six months. Otherwise, it's structured to hold you up to two years, moving up to Warrior Two, and then Warrior Three. Um, Warrior One, we do start inside of the life side of it, kind of like what we were talking about. It's you. You are the secret sauce. We believe at CEOAF that your business will never outgrow you. So until you're willing to, to learn and grow and expand, internally mm-hmm. then the things on the outside just you know they just can't without it and so that's where we focus primarily while keeping the business afloat and then in warrior two we scale to a team size and and produce at a little bit higher level with a little bit better marketing tools in place that you can now afford uh, sometimes is a big piece there and then warrior three once you've got the production coming in and the and the mindset to contain the team that you have and the clients that you have we work more on what to do with the money where to where to give mm-hmm. back how to give back and all the things so um so that's a three-tiered program with CEOAF the warrior program that I helped build out the other parties involved in CEOAF are actual students of CEOAF so as you graduate one of the coaching programs, as long as all the boxes check and, and you're ready, willing, and able, if you will, then you get the opportunity to coach. And that's another way that we like to, one, remind ourselves of where where we used to be at, mm-hmm. and two, give back to other business owners. Um, something that I'm, I'm huge on is all of my mentors and all of the people that poured into me over the years, the truth is, is I, uh, I started my real estate career at the same time as many, many other 
other individuals that went to the exact same school went to a few of them went to the exact same team as I did. Right. And Mm -hmm. the truth is, is most of them aren't currently selling real estate today. Um, And it's just kind of hard to see sometimes their families struggle and all the things, uh, you know, your bills don't stop. And so, and as a business owner, I think we can all relate to that at some point, our bills don't stop, but when the business isn't producing, you're, you're kind of forced to show up or, or go somewhere else. And when that happens, um, it's a little bit unfortunate, but the truth is, is I would have been forced to go somewhere else if it wasn't for the mentors in my life that Mm -hmm. really kind of grabbed the bull by the horn and, and showed me the way they kind of outlined a path for me that was, um, that was really just up to me to show up after that. And I could not be more grateful for them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense because I think a lot of times people get caught up in the idea of running a business or the idea of being a salesperson. Like I'm in the sales game 15 years, 16 years, sorry. And in the beginning, you're not perfect. You're not good. You have to learn. You have to, you know, go through what we would call getting bloodied in my, in the different sales things I've done. And then getting the right mentors and people in your life are huge. That's why this week I'm going to an event. I'm in Montana with my friend, George Bryant, because I need to get around more people and level up and they'll see into places that I can't see because, you know, you can only see what you're seeing. So I love that. So how did you find mentors? Was this within the real estate that you were doing or did you go out like start seeking like coaches and mentors how did that develop um so that's a beautiful question it kind of just uh it just the opportunity would arise and when it would my eyes were always open to seeing that and hearing what was going to come next and so what I did was um with the team that I originally jumped on with I ended up I ended up finding a mentor in my my team leader, Russell Rhodes with the Rhodes team. Um, he trained his team members. He showed up for the team meetings and he did it with a heart and a passion that I, that I hadn't seen in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did follow, you know, you, I did have the guys online YouTube and, you know, we didn't have, I didn't have TikTok or many right. of those, but, but I would go just kind of hunt down the people. Warren Buffett was a huge one, hunt down the people that I would love to hear more from and kind of see their behavior traits and the things, the way that they would carry themselves and what meant more to them and listen to their words and really try to find the truth in that. Um, and, and so from afar, without being able to ask questions, Uh, I found mentors that way first. And then when the mentors started showing up in life or when I was able to see them, because I'm sure they've always been around, Mm -hmm. but when I could finally see them like Russell, uh, it was one of those things where I would either find myself asking them directly for help and mentorship or, um, or I would just really try and partner with them and see how we could help each other um, mm-hmm. and see how we could grow together, kind of building the network like you're like you're talking about doing this weekend, which sounds yep. like fun. Um, but, you know, I call I do have a list. I call it my my list of wells. And so these are the big guys in the ocean. These are the guys that are not swimming in the lakes or the ponds and uh, and they've made it into the ocean and they are also not simply the fish in the ocean anymore. In fact, they are the wells. So it's a well list. And I do try to grow that well list. Um, it's ever changing and it is full of 
of mentors, of people that I, I have mad respect for. Um, and for me, that they are business owners, mm-hmm. uh, similar to what I, I am. And they've, they're, most of them are self-made mil- millionaires. They're not the millionaire that, um, that walked into the equity, if you will, or the net yeah. worth. Um, so that, so they kind of understand a little bit more of the grit and the grime behind it. Some of them have come from being past clients of mine. I've got one in Arizona who I absolutely adore. I'm sure he'll be on that well list for many, many moons. Um, and then I've got a few here in DFW and kind of all over the place that just the utmost respect for, I would call if I was in a situation where I could really use some advice or guidance and they would pick the phone up and say, Amanda, first, keep your head on straight. Second, here's a solution. Now go, go work it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's key to have those people in your life. And what I found in business and in life, and I've had some heavy hitters on the podcast was I just have surrounded myself with people that would make me better. And I go and get into rooms, but I don't go into get into rooms. And I think you would think this way too. Like when I go to an event, I go to learn and just connect, but I don't go to fanboy. So I think that's like one of the biggest keys that I've found. And you can tell me how it's worked for you. Whereas like, if you're looking for a mentor or a will, like you're saying, if you just go and fawn over them, they're going to be like, oh God, another one. But if you can bring value or find a way to connect with them, that's when that relationship can come up together. Like you said, you can reach out to them, but there's value both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe that through and through, I never want to be the person that is just kind of sticking to their hip with nothing to offer back. In fact, I would feel a certain way that I would not enjoy if I, if I showed up that way, I do show up to learn and be educated in here um, and also offer value where and when I can, I know what I'm, and I've got a pretty good idea for what I am good at, right? Real estate, yep. business coaching, those sort of things, and a pretty good idea for what I'm not. And so when I find somebody that has strengths in other areas or have strengthened the areas that I that I have strengths in, that's when the common connection is aligned. And that's when we're able to kind of, and, and it's kind of one of those aha moments. You're standing there and you're listening and you're hearing and you're like, aha, that, that person, Joe back there, he's my mm-hmm. people. Yep. So you kind of know instantly, if you will. And then and then from there, it's just building the relationship, just saying hi, introducing yourself nine times out of 10. I will say that if if they've heard you speak, they they will walk up to you and Mm -hmm. give the introduction. And then from there, it's kind of like you said, how how can you help add value to their current situation? And and then in return, they always want to they always want to offer it in return. Yeah. Well, and I think having a voice or having a platform for like for me with I've been in sales, like I said, for a long time, but with the podcast and having a voice where they can come on, it's been my little end to get. And a lot of times it's funny, I'll pick people that I can get coaching from on the show and they bring a bunch of value and then they get to listen and reach out to the audience. It's kind of that win win. But it's also like I agree with you 100 percent on, you know, because like I've been to some events. I'm like, yeah, these are my people like this will be the third event. I'm going to George. Just love him. And I've been to some other events. I'm like, oh, why did I come? You know, so you had to balance it <laughs> out, figure out, OK, this is great. This is not great. And then there's other events I go to and I know, hey, I'm going to go and support this person. They're just starting out with doing events and doing stuff. And I want to be a, you know, a support and help them. So I think it's just kind of finding the people you get from the people you're kind of on the same level with and the people you pull up. Yeah, it a hundred percent is. It a hundred percent is. And you find that crowd. It's like um 
you find that crowd and it's, and it's, for me, it's always been like my relationship with Kimba always knew that there was definitely going to be value, value in that relationship. And one that I would cherish for many, many years and many more to come. Um, but it's really cool because when you find these people, it's almost like they challenge you mm-hmm. being in the same room with Russell Rhodes, for instance, they challenge you to think a little bit differently and ask the questions a little bit differently. They also, I do feel like anything that is said is said with so much intention. Mm-hmm. And so listening to the words and almost listening in between the lines, right. Reading between the lines, if you will, um, is one of the important pieces that I've picked up with that well list that when they say something, it's never lightly said. So when it's spoken, there's a lot in, in one sentence. And for me, that's been a lot of fun to kind of dive deeper in with them and hear how they word things and why they say things and, uh, and where they're coming from. It's, it's always, always such an honor to be in a room with any of them and let alone be surrounded by them at these conferences. I do find a lot that showing up to one conference one time is, uh, is sometimes the first time is a little bit of, of an icebreaker, mm-hmm. but, but what I have also found is the second, third, fourth time, even that's where the networking part really kind of begins yeah. and where you get to meet different individuals. Well, yeah, because now it's not, Oh, this is just someone coming to try a conference out. Now, when I go to, like I said, George's conference, I know there's people there I'm going to meet. When you go and do a networking event, there's certain people that you see and it builds credibility, kind of like in the sales game. You know, if you last in a sales role for over two years, you become an expert because salespeople pop so much. That's why I'm sure as your business has grown, you've become more of an authority because you've been in the game for a lot longer. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I would like to say I've got 35 years under my belt, right? I can't can't wait for that day to come. Um, still many more years to come, but absolutely. The, the longer you've been in the game, sales or not, any industry, right? Mm-hmm. Any position in the industry, there definitely has credibility behind it. You just, you learn so much through experience and that's... Um, that's where that's where the money comes into play. That's your especially with real estate, for instance, it is an experience based business. It's not a subscription based. It's not uh, I don't have a product to, to hand you, if you will. So so being a subscription based or any of those other companies, they they're more routine to see the money come mm-hmm. uh, experience based. You're constantly showing up with experience and value or you're not in you're not in yeah. right? if they don't. They don't know that you're an option. You're not an option. And so for me, that's been the biggest piece is always making sure that I am an option for any homeowner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And I think that's key in anything sales, marketing, business is first, they need to know you. Second, they need to trust you. Third, they need to see your consistency and then they'll believe you and they'll buy from you. And it's just that process of building likability, trust, and then becoming the expert in their mind and you're good. Boom. Love that. I do love that. I'll tell you that is, that is truly how the Amanda Bell Realty Group was born and, and is continuing to thrive is, is from our past clients, our past client referrals, our business partners and our business partner referrals. And we've never spent money on marketing until this year. And I'll be honest, it was a waste of $7,000, my friend. Um, not one, not one. And I kept telling myself, you just need one homeowner to come from this that you can help. 
and it pays it all back. You'll at least break even, Amanda Bell. You'll at least break <laughs> even. And I kept looking at it month after month after month. I'm talking eight, nine months for passing by. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to stick to what I do best. Yep. And that is earning yep. people's trust. And that is keeping them in team Amanda Bell, if you will. Um, and, and that's been, and it's fun. They go from being a complete stranger at one point, a complete stranger uh, and some people come in, you know, hearts wide open and other ones have a few walls up that, that you do kind of have to break down. And uh, and then they move into the trust and liking you phase. And after the transactions complete and they're in their home or they've sold their home, that's when they become they move from like a friend zone into a family zone. Yep. And for me, that is that is why I stay in the industry. Because showing up every single day for yourself and for others sometimes can be exhausting. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to show up, you know, yep. um, and sometimes you do feel a little bit drained. And so I do have to almost remind myself on those days a little bit heavier of why, why are you still doing it? Oh, that's right. Because you have all of these family members that are surrounding you now who do love and appreciate what you're doing. So keep showing up, keep yeah. going. And, and mark that down. Now, I know you do B2C and you do B2B in some regards, but in B- the B2B world relationship is everything. What you just laid out there is the key to winning in B2B. Building the relationship, building the trust, getting the referral base, that whole little window there can make people hundreds of thousands of dollars if they follow it. Oh, absolutely. Eight-figure real estate production team over here. Um, yep. Like I said, from zero, zero dollars spent in marketing. Zero dollars spent in marketing until this year. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and you tested it and tried it. It didn't work, the marketing part, but you're still doing good and you're going back to what works. And that's what yeah. entrepreneurs do. We test things. We try things. We see if it works. And if it doesn't work, great. We're going to stick with, we know this works. Yep. We know this works. We um, we even lined it out into what we call the theme days now, which um, I've, I've been involved in a few other coaching programs myself. One of them was direct and specific to real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all had something that I felt like was similar to this. But theme day is Monday through Friday, Monday, you're calling on all of your past clients, right? And, and, Mondays, we've got four weeks in a month. We've got four Mm -hmm. weeks in a month. So if you have a top 50 past client list is what I came up with to make the numbers make sense. Then on, on the first Monday, you call the the first 10 to 12, the next Monday, 10 to 12, 10 to Mm -hmm. 12, 10 to 12. So you've touched all 50 of those once a month and, and physically picking up the phone and making the phone calls where it's at on Tuesdays, we do current clients on Wednesdays, we do our hot uh, clients that are currently looking to buy or sell on um, Fridays. We like to meet with business partners and builders. So it really is. Uh, and and we, I, I guess I missed today, but we've got our top 50 VIP list as well. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where keeping those relationships active and, you know, keeping the the flame lit is so important. And, uh, and that is something that we have found a little niche in, if you will, to be able to keep those flourished and growing it's taking advantage for me. It is taking advantage of the people that I love, Joe, I love you. So I would love to have access to your sphere. And it's, and that's the way that I've found has been the most fruitful for our company. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense because in a world where it's super transactional, if you can become relationship based and focus, you win in the long run. Now, maybe it's a little bit of a longer game in the beginning, 
But like you said, you've built it to an eight-figure business now. And that takes time. That takes patience. But it wins because if you take care of someone, they're going to tell people. If you screw someone, they're going to tell people. Um, but yeah, it, relationships always beat algorithms, always beat marketing, always beat the other stuff as long as you have that part right. Yes. It shows. The data proves it. I always tell my team. They're like, Amanda, let's try this. And I'm like, listen. We don't make emotional-based decisions. We're going to make a data-based decision. And the data proves that the relationships we currently have is where it's at and growing those. So that is what we focus on over here. Yeah, no, I love that. Let's switch a little bit because I know you mentioned it earlier. I've done yoga before and all, but what type of morning routines do you, do you subscribe to morning routine? Is there like a way you start your day you like to, or are you more like just flying by the day how it goes? I think I know the answer. (laughs) I think you do too. I love that you brought this up. My mornings are what I like to call my me time. Mm -hmm. And if that does not inspire you to put your feet on the ground, I don't know what else what. I don't know what else will I just, so for me, it's my me time. And that inspires me as soon as my eyes open. I like to, before I open my eyes, I'll back up a little bit. And this is not every day. I feel it out. I feel out how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say nine out of 10 times, this is how it plays out. I I feel myself waking up. I'm not a hundred percent coherent, but I am there. And so I like to try and remind myself and At the beginning, you have to practice this because it doesn't come natural. But before I open my eyes, I want to I want to do what I call a body scan. And so I'm scanning my body while I'm laying in the bed and I'm wiggling my toes and I'm moving my knees a little bit. And my husband always knows when I'm doing it because then he starts moving, too. And I'm kind of I'll start smiling and I'm just kind of feeling my neck and my heart and all the things making sure, Amanda, are you good? Are you here? Are you grateful? You're waking up. And, uh, and so I do kind of run through that after that, I do like to grab the phone. So I grab the phone. I'll see what time it is. Cause I'm not, uh, unless I've got a very early appointment, I do not set the alarms anymore. I just kind of wake up anywhere between three 30 in the morning and six 30 in the morning, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. And I let my body tell me when, right. I let myself tell me when, and, uh, and then from there, I like to grab my water. I like to grab uh, my headphones. Now I used to just use a speaker or my, my cell phone, but I like to grab these headphones now and I take it to the hot tub mm-hmm. and I soak in the hot tub. And I like to listen out. Sometimes I do my meditation in the hot tub. I'll stretch in the hot tub. I like to, um, run through kind of what the day's looking like, just kind of recap and scan through the calendar, start making notes for, um, the assistance at the different companies and what we're going to run through um, and then start thinking about the big ticket items in the day. What are your Mm -hmm. big ticket items today? What do you have to tackle today? Um, From there, I'll get out of the hot tub, go change, brush my teeth. um, And then I like to, I like to jump into yoga or I will hit the gym. My husband and I do try to go to the gym a minimum of two times a week um, Mm -hmm. and use the weights to, help our bodies physically get in shape, uh, which does help mentally as well. We all know. So I kind of run through that and I love music playing the entire time, but I'm very intentional about the music and about the meditations and all the things. So we're not running. I do have three teenage boys, but we're not running around the house in the morning screaming F this and, and bang that like, we're not doing it boys. 
not happening. Um, and, <laughs> yep. and so uh, they they get to listen to a little bit of my affirmation music. Mm-hmm. My husband likes to say, oh, here we go. Grateful for our arms, everybody. Grateful for our arms. <laughs> no, that's uh, we, awesome. I like, to, I like to stop him. And I'm like, Chris Bell, you need to understand we are so grateful for these arms. So please don't shed light on that. Like, don't say it lightly, my my love. It mm-hmm. is we, I. I personally am grateful for my arms. Personally, do you do you understand how much I get done with these arms in a day? Yep. How much I get done? I'm so grateful for these things. Yes. Um, and so that is kind of how we start the day and then rolling straight into appointments after that. After that, it's no more me time. It's all serving the clients and the relationships that we have. And I'm and I love that. So I am here for that. And, and that's perfect because I think a lot of times entrepreneurs will get into go mode and they don't fill themselves back up and they're not ready for the day or they try to tackle the problems or they look at the phone and they get drawn into what they're doing. I do. I have a morning routine, a little bit different. I get up at 4.45 a.m. and I go to, there's a boxing gym here. I live in Keller um, called Rock Box. And I go and I hit the heavy bag, the tie bag or the teardrop bag and do strength training. And then I'll listen to a podcast when I'm going to my sales role. And it's just finding what works for you to get in the moment and to get present so that you can help people and, you know, enjoy the life that you're building by design. I think that's as an entrepreneur, that's what I'm trying to do is build a life that my family can love. And, you know, we can go and do trips and whatever it is that, you know, lights you up. And so I, I like that a lot. I do too. And I love that you say building a life by design, because that is 110% what we're doing. Um, Something that that we almost preach on, uh, but we will follow the suit as well. We don't preach and not show up ourselves is, is being the cause of the effect, Mm -hmm. not having something show up, and then this is the effect of it. How can you produce the effect that's living the life by design so what calls do we have to set in place to have that effect and that's truly how we do look at just about everything from the morning routine all the way and I and and I do like to tell people if you're not a morning person please don't stress yourself out trying to be up at four Mm -hmm. in the morning so you get two hours of me time it doesn't work that way in fact if you're an evening person find your me time in the evening there's many days where I find myself getting my me time in middle of the day or evening or late at night I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like you know what you did not spend time with you today and so I do find myself doing that a lot yeah. When is finding out when it works for you? Like I, I try to do the morning stuff. And then they're like, even this week, um, I had been on a trip last week and I just got back and try to end up going to the gym at five 30 in the afternoon instead of my normal five 15 in the morning. But it was just like you said, being adaptable and figuring, okay, when can I get this in? Because I know when I do these things, I'm a hundred percent better than when I'm not. Yeah. I, I do feel different when I don't. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, internally when you're showing up for you and when you're not, um, and that is a big piece. And I will find myself midday thinking, Amanda Bell, you did not touch one of the top three things on your list yet. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and the really, the really neat part is, is I find that usually some of the larger items that we've got written down or in our mind that we need to conquer or take care of, we can, do that in all of a few minutes Uh, you know I can knock out usually the top three things in less than an hour if I'll put Mm -hmm. the phone down and sit down and not be distracted 
Um, but it's finding all the little side pieces to it that you kind of get lost in and, and remembering to stay on track. You've got things to get done and, and remember how you're going to feel if you don't get them done. It's not going to feel good. So you go do it and then pat yourself on the back, take all the praise from yourself that you want and call it a wrap. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. And we're not dumb, but I always like to put this in the middle. Where can people find you? So people can find me on just about any social media platform. They can also uh, go to www.amandabellrealty.com and find me that way. So Amanda Bell, ring the bell is our slogan. And any social media platform is going to have that um, consistent with the same profile image nine times out of ten. Exact same one that's on the screen, Joe. <laughs> and uh, and just search me. They can they can find me just about any way. My boys giggle because they always say, "I just I Google you and I and you pull up every time." And I'm nice, like, well, nice. That, no, that's perfect. that is supposed to be how that works, my love. <laughs> yeah, no, that is perfect. So we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've talked about business. We talked about mindset and growth. What do you do for fun? Because again, we're talking about building life by designs. And a lot of these podcasts will get on here and we'll talk about, I went and did this and I built that. But what do you guys do for fun? What lights you guys up? So I do enjoy being in crowds. I do enjoy being with people, whether I know them or not, and whether I showed up with just me or my entire family, or maybe you and I are going somewhere, Joe. I enjoy being in crowds. So, um, outdoors is more my jam than anything I like the I love mother nature so I Mm -hmm. love water wind air sun moon all of it um I was sitting at my son's football game this evening and I was just sitting there in awe over the clouds over the field and the wind was kind of blowing and the weather in DFW today is next to perfect and yeah so I found myself enjoying the weather almost more than the football itself. <laughs> but uh, I, I was sitting there and I was smiling ear to ear because I was having so much fun sitting there and the, the crowds were full and we were cheering for the boys. And so I enjoy being out and about. Um, I do, I do feel like I can find enjoyment just about anywhere we go, but uh, whether I'm communicating with somebody or I'm solo, I enjoy that. That's what I like to do for fun is getting out and not being, uh, in, in the closed office or in the closed mm-hmm. house or home. I like being out. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I take a bunch of walks, um, whether I'm at work or at home or whatever, just because I, I yeah, I like nature so much more when I'm going up to Montana next or in the next couple of days, I get to be in mountains and oceans when I go to Hawaii. So I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. I, love I hope nature. you send some, I hope you send some beautiful photos. You'll have to share those, Joe. I would absolutely oh, I love to live through you. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely will. It's just fun. It's fun to get out in nature. Definitely relaxes me a lot. It's like I can be a lot more peaceful than being stuck in the four walls and all that craziness. Yeah, it relaxes me. It also brings, it also brings a lot of hope and, uh, and faith really. I do sometimes when I'm with nature, I remember the ground that I'm walking on. It's sturdy. It's firm. It's never failing. It's there. Um, and then the, the trees and the nature to it, the, the plants, if you will, they, um, Mm -hmm. they're living, breathing organisms, you know, so they, they do produce for us and we produce for them. And it's one, one big circle, uh, the life circle. So I do just enjoy slowing down a little bit to appreciate what, what we have, every day without having to do anything right and we have the sun 
which fuels our bodies and quite frankly, our homes who's mm-hmm. going solar Yep, yep. <laughs> energy all the way from us as humans to the things that we use on a daily basis. Um, and just taking, taking a moment to show some gratitude for those things will put a smile on my face almost instantly. So, yeah, no, I love that. So what other words of wisdom thoughts you want to leave with our guests before I let you go back to, uh, nature, fun, football, whatever you have planned for tonight? Um, so I would like to, uh, we'll, we'll base this one on real estate. Um, well, just business in general, man. If you're ever, if you're ever up against the wall and you do feel like things are not going as planned or maybe as expected, um, I would challenge you to get out and take a stroll and try and clear the mind, be grateful for anything that comes to mind, business is supposed to, your kids are supposed to, all of those things are supposed to, show them a little bit of compassion, find your center, and then get back to work, don't forget why you started. Yeah, no, I love that, I love that. Amanda, thank you for being on the show, I appreciate you, and for all of you listening, share this episode with friends and family, and until next time, have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for listening to the 150K Podcast. Remember, your dreams become reality when you take action on them. Feel free to reach out with any questions on Instagram at 150K Podcast. And until next time, keep pushing. You're worth it.